Hi, I'm Brad Rosley, and today's hot topic is Roth 401ks. I'm especially excited to talk about these today as the, um, the Roth 401k makes up a large percentage of my personal net worth and where I put a good chunk of my money each and every year. So I always figure if it's good enough for me, it's certainly good enough for you, my audience, who I'm trying to teach um, some of the most important financial skills to. Today I'm going to talk about what the Roth 401k is, how it works, how you can contribute to it, and most importantly, why I use it. What a Roth 401k is, it's an employer-sponsored retirement plan. Most people have heard of a 401k. Well, a Roth 401k is simply an additional option that hopefully your employer will allow you to use. So step one is your employer has to offer a Roth 401k, otherwise you're out of luck. You can certainly ask them to allow that if they don't currently. Second, who can contribute to it? Well, anybody that has this employer 401k, Roth 401k, can do it. Um, all you have to have is earned income. There's no rules to say that if you make too much income, you can't contribute to it. There are limitations to how much you can contribute. It's based on the, um, the current tax law. In 2017, it was $18,000 a year. If you're 50 or older, you can contribute another $6,000 a year. And that's set to go up a little bit incrementally over time. Based on inflation, the government will update those numbers. Why do I use it? Well, before I tell you why I use it, I'm going to talk about how a traditional 401k works and how I'm a little bit concerned about that. On the one hand, when you sign up for a traditional 401k, you get a tax write-off for the money you put into the, into the plan. Usually what happens is you sign a piece of paper when you start at your place of work and you decide what percentage of your income you're going to put into your 401k. It could be 2%, 5%, 10%, up to a certain maximum amount, which is, like I said, $18,000 a year with the bonus if you're over 50. And from that, your employer may or may not choose to make a matching contribution. When you go ahead and put that money into your plan, let's say, for example, you make $100,000 a year, you choose to put away $5,000 a year or 5%. That'll be divided over all your pay periods. The money you put into the traditional 401k is money that comes right off the top of your tax return. So you do not pay any tax on that money. And that's one of the main reasons that people do it. I think the other reason that people do it, it's the only way that they're able to save any money is if they never see it in their actual check. So they put the money away in a traditional 401k. You do get an upfront tax benefit. As I said, you don't pay any income tax on that money you put in. When the money's in the plan, you choose between a number of different mutual fund type investments usually. The money grows income tax deferred, which means you do not get a tax statement each year for your gains. You do that all the way until you retire, okay? After age 59 and a half, you can take money out of your plan without any penalty. But when you take money out of a traditional 401k, there's a big problem. When you see that balance each quarter in your 401k statement, whether it's 50,000 or $2 million, what no one talks about is that is not a true balance. There's a surrender charge that goes with that. The surrender charge is in the form of an income tax sharing mechanism. When you take money out of your 401k, it is treated as ordinary income. So let's say you take out 
$10,000. Well, that $10,000 is added on to your other income. And let's just say you're in the 25% income tax bracket as your marginal rate, but your last dollar of income, you share that $10,000, you keep 7,500, Uncle Sam's keeping 2,500. That's why I'm saying there's a surrender charge. You, that's not all your money, okay? Now, if you don't take it out of your 401k, which you'll generally roll over to an IRA, at age 70 and a half, the government forces you to take money out. And I've talked about that before in my RMD, required minimum distribution videos and blogs. But they make you take your money out and eventually pay tax on it. And if it's not you, it'll be your spouse. If it's not your spouse, it'll be your kids or whoever inherits the money. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm scared about our $20 million deficit. I'm scared about the entitlement programs that are already broke and going to be farther and farther in the red. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, those types of programs. Where's the government going to get that money to pay those down the road? I believe a portion of that's gonna come from income tax, maybe a significant portion. So down the road, I see income taxes potentially being significantly higher. So what am I doing as a certified financial planner to plan for this? Well, I'm taking advantage of the Roth 401k. Now, with the Roth 401k, it works very similar to your traditional 401k. I can put in the same amounts of money. There's no income, um, there's no income restrictions as far as who can put money in the plan. Same percentages go. Same investment choices. The difference is, A, I do not get an upfront tax write-off when I put the money in the plan, like I do with a traditional 401k. So there's no tax benefit going in. The money does grow tax deferred. Here's the big difference. When I take the money out after age 59 and a half, there's no income tax. So once I've put the money into this plan, I don't pay tax on it again. So I'm creating a large pot of money for myself and my family to pull from when I want to after age 59 and a half without any income tax. So like most people, I do have old IRAs that I can pull from and have to pay ordinary income tax, as I mentioned earlier. I may have some taxable accounts that I'll pull from and probably pay some sort of a capital gain tax rate, which is usually a good rate as well. But then I'll have a large bucket of money that I can pull from income tax-free. Not only that, but the government never forces me to pull money from my Roth IRA that I'll convert the Roth 401k to. So there's no required minimum distribution on my Roth. Love that. Now when I pass it to my wife and ultimately to my children, there's no income tax then either. So I love the idea of tax, income tax diversification. So I can pull from different pots of money. Most people have created the IRA pot of money, okay? Many people have taxable accounts they can pull from as well. The, the third leg of the stool is missing is this tax-free account. By the way, uh, for those of you that are not taking so Social Security and haven't planned for it, if you, if you have too much taxable income, your Social Security gets taxed. By having an account that I can pull from income tax-free, I might be able to offset that or minimize that altogether. The same is true on your Medicare payments. If you have lower income, you can have a reduced Medicare premium. So this is thinking way down the road for people who are not yet retired. They have this bucket of money ready for them. Yes, I'm giving up the current tax benefit, but I'm doing that as a form of diversification because tax rates may be much higher down the road. 
I've also blogged about this, so go ahead and visit the blog if you want to see this in writing or get a little bit more information. I've also blogged about and spoken about the RMDs that I mentioned, the required minimum distribution. So go ahead and take a that look at that video as well. Feel free to subscribe to my YouTube videos. I have a channel now that is promoting these videos and other great financial information for you. I'm Brad Rosley. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Oh, 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 oh,